Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Lou, thank you for hosting this today and making it possible, as always. Looking forward to it, as always. <laughs> so we are continuing with the qualities, the 20 qualities of a nyani. And this is chapter 13, as you know. And today we are going to be doing the 11th quality, which is a lack of doership. This lack of, and we're also going to be doing perception of sorrow after that. So the lack of doership, what does that mean? We all have an ego that says, I did this. Why? Because we identify with the body, the mind, the intellect, and you are convinced that whatever you did, you did it. And you should get the accolades and you should get the praise. Right. So what these qualities are telling us is if you can bring out within yourself certain qualities such as humility, we've done this all before, lack of wanting of praise, etc. And this next one is where you have an absence of doership, where you say, I did it. That ego, if it's not there, you become more humble. And humility was one of the uh, earliest qualities. This, I did this, if it is absent, then you become more humble and you're able to think of the higher powers, the higher spirituality that you need to do. So this is an important quality. Because you're strongly identified with the body, mind, intellect, you don't recognize that you're just an instrument, just an instrument. Your body, your mind, and intellect is just an instrument in the hands of a higher power. You're acting because of so many things that you got from this higher power and because of things that you got from your teachers that taught you. That's the only reason you could do some of these things. So we should think of ourselves as an instrument of this, of the Lord, of this higher power. We are only working for such a higher power. How do you develop this? This quality, you develop it because you keep focusing on the beautifully functioning universe. Mm. <clears throat> if you just look at your body, and as a physician, I'm saying the marvels of the body, how it is functioning, each organ of the body is just so marvelous that if you say, I did this with my body, you say, well, my, I wouldn't have been able to do this if it were not for the higher power making this body possible. So right. similarly with the mind and the intellect, if you can recognize that humility, then this doership goes away from you and you're able to become more humble. So any points you want to make or uh, Lou? No, but that's an important point about uh, understanding that your role in this is limited and you needed a lot of support and a lot of help from other things, you know, the higher powers to, to be able to do what you do. Yeah. So this is all a prelude to getting to the Kshetragnya. If you remember, we started off chapter 13 by talking about what is the body, what is the mind, what is the intellect. That is the kshetra, that is the field. And then there is this consciousness that becomes aware of this. And the Gita is basically telling you how you can get in touch with yourself, your kshetra, your consciousness. And smack in the middle, it says there are these 20 qualities that if you develop them, you're more able to recognize the kshetra, the consciousness that you're looking for. So these qualities, and we're up to now the next one, which is 
um, the perception of sorrow and which is the 12th quality. So these 20 qualities basically help you to get to the point where you can uh, recognize the Kshetragnya. Uh, uh, so perception of pain means the perception of the evil of birth and the death and old age and disease, all of which causes sorrow. So when you recognize that, when you realize that when you are born, there is this uh, pain of birth, being born in a new body, a particular body which you may not be happy with, you're constantly afraid. Throughout life, you're afraid of being, if you are an animal, afraid of predators. Or if you're a human being, you're afraid of, will I have enough food? Will I have enough love? Will I have enough wealth? Will I have power? Um, my loved ones, are they going to get sick? My loved ones, are they going to die? Fear of disease of myself, fear of death, fear of old age. When I get older, people are not going to give me as much respect. I don't have as much power. I'm not as famous as I used to be. I can't perform um, I, as I used to. Nobody's giving me any importance. Those kind of things make you recognize that life, anybody's life, your life, my life, is not always good. There's sorrow attached to it. It's flimsy. It's filled with sorrow and pain. And therefore, therefore, you have to develop vairagya. We talked about vairagya before, where vairagya is a feeling of detachment, a feeling of being away, being dissociated from this. And once you recognize that our limited lifetime has its sorrows and its problems, this helps us to get that vairagya. So uh, as an aside, this raises a whole t question about, you know, Hinduism, Christianity, other religions, and, and they're linked together. And when I saw that in the scriptures, in the Gita, it talks of the evil of birth, it reminded me of a book by Louis Jacoliat. I don't know how to spell it. It's a mm -hmm. French name, Jacoliat, J-A-C, I think, is O-L-L-I-E-T, I'm not sure. You may want to look it up, Louis. He was a judge in India, and he lived in India, and he studied the scriptures, and he studied ancient writings. And it's a fascinating what he wrote. He's, he learned to speak Sanskrit, and he got some Sanskrit scholars. And Louis Jacoliat wrote about many of the stories that are famous in the Bible and how that the, he says that their origin were in ancient Hindu scriptures. And one of the things he talks about, uh, I found this very, very interesting, is how the uh, story of Adam and Eve came about. Hmm. And he says that Adam and Eve were the first, and there were Sanskrit names to it, and they were actually in the island of uh, what is now Sri Lanka, Ceylon. It was a, for those of you who may not remember uh, geography, it's like a teardrop-shaped island right off of the southern tip of, of India. And this story goes, Jakoliat says, is that uh, because of this fear of death, fear of birth, giving birth, um, this story came about, this fable. And 
it's a long, long story. We may, if we may want to do it in a field trip one day. Oh, yeah, nice. But, yeah. So he said, if you listen to me and you stay on this island and you don't cross over into what you see on the horizon, which is India, you have everything you have need here. Beautiful trees, beautiful lush fruits, gardens. You know, just stay here. Promise me that you will not go across to the mainland. And when they broke the promise, God was very upset, very angry. And uh, the wife said, it's not, my, it's not his fault, you know, uh, for whatever reason. She took the blame. And God said, okay, fine, I'll forgive you, but I will give you one punishment. Whereas in the past, you would have had birth without any discomfort. Now, anytime you give birth, you will have tremendous discomfort and pain as a punishment for uh, disobeying me. And that because at that time, the scriptures say, that you know, the lay person was not aware, or he couldn't understand. He said, why should I pray to God? Look at how much pain there is in this childbirth. And this was one way of saying, well, we brought it on ourselves," kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's this fear of childbirth, old age, death, etc. The This quality particularly says, you know, if you're aware of um, these things that we just mentioned, you become able to move away from these fears and discomforts. So friends, thank you very much. We'll, Lou and I are going to try to make these like 20 minutes or shorter. How long has it been so far, Lou? Only about nine minutes in. No, oh no, <laughs> okay. All right, well, we'll make yeah, it short a short one this bite. time. Yeah, Sorry? it's a quick bite and get on to some other episodes. Yes, we'll do that. Thank you so much, friends.